baby gorgeous welcome to bravo and please where we're going to get lit off all the latest going on in the bravo tv world this is a safe and uncensored space to discuss our love for everything pop culture and 420 related so grab your can of goodies and let's get lit Okay, yes. Hi, everyone. We're live. I am Jenny Blaze. Welcome to Bravo and Blaze. Thank you so much for being here. Today, we are catching up on all things Scandaval. And I mean, I don't want to say this, but did Tom Sandoval send me to the hospital? <laughs> I'm just kidding. He definitely did not. I hope not. But, um,. Yeah, I have some things to update you guys on. I'm going to share my screen on my phone. That's why if you're on Instagram, you need to join us over on YouTube because I have the visuals. I'm going to share with you all the stories in my Instagram where I've been keeping track. Oops. I've been keeping track of everything going on with Scandaval. And if you haven't noticed, I was out a couple days. I was literally in the hospital. I didn't even touch my phone, um, which I need to like, I need to talk about that more. And I think what I'm going to do is maybe have a separate episode because it has to do with my cannabis advocacy. And um, I just want to be careful because I've had somebody weaponize my cannabis use against me and um i just want to be a little bit more careful since they defamed my minor child if you're interested in that whole story that's also on my youtube um but i won't get into that let's let's just we'll just keep it to scandal today <laughs> but um i'm gonna go through all of my stories to keep you give you all the updates on what's been going on since last week, because not only do we have our, you know, we have our show, we have never before scenes, we have watch what happens live, we have blind items, we have all sorts of things. I mean, these are living people, they're real people. So they're actually out doing stuff. <laughs> it's a lot to keep track of, like we're all fully invested in this. So, um, I'm gonna go through quickly the never before scenes from last week's episode, which was season 10, episode 12, Beach, Don't Kill My Vibe. Last night's episode was season 10, episode 13, Lady and the Glamp. Get into that, I'm kind of annoyed. But um, also, Kristen Dowdy was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen. So I will get into all of that. But before I begin, I wanna make sure to remind you all to subscribe and turn on notifications so you can be reminded to join in on the interactive chat that we have and see all the wonderful visuals for today's episode. However, if you are a podcast listener, don't worry because all episodes are available on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Subscribing, reviewing, sharing, liking, and or leaving a five-star rating is incredibly appreciated and helps this show to continue to grow. Also, don't forget... Our social media handle is at Bravo and Blaze on Instagram and Twitter. That's where I am usually. But I also have um, TikTok. I think I'm on Facebook. I don't know. Does anyone use Facebook anymore? 
whatever. Just as a reminder, this is for entertainment purposes only. This is not your source for world news and facts. I am simply documenting my emotional journey throughout Scandaval. And I'm sharing it all with you because I know that I'm not the only person who has been affected by this. I am deeply, deeply disturbed. And we can just think about this as like group therapy. How do we cope? <laughs> How do we cope? I literally was sobbing this morning watching last night's episode, but we'll get into that. I also just want to make it clear that, you know, although I'm expressing my frustration and making opinions and maybe the Bravo lebs themselves may not like what they hear, just know, you know, that this is not in any way a means to attack any of them. As much as I dislike Tom Sandoval, I do not condone any type of attacking. And I want to make sure that it's clear that this show and Bravo and Blaze is by no means an avenue or vehicle for bullying, meaning I do not condone people trying to hurt the Bravo Lebs in any way. Physically, trying to ruin their lives, sending death threats, it's like way crossing the line, people. Let's not be, let's not do that, okay? <laughs> Even like leaving awful reviews on their restaurants, if you really did have a bad experience, then by all means, like leave, a, leave whatever review you want. But to go there and leave a bad review just to hurt them, it's not really my style. I don't condone that. You know, I don't know if I'll ever go to one of their restaurants now. Um, but that's a choice that we all get to make, right? We don't have to actively try to hurt them. <laughs> but anyways, um, okay, so as you know, or as you may know, BravoandBlaze.com has all sorts of fun Bravo-inspired merch and products from all your favorite shows. I forgot to fill this up with water, so hopefully I don't have to run out and get some. But this is my grandfather mf -er mug. Some could say that this mug manifested Mary Cosby back on Bravo. Am I a witch? Maybe. I don't know. But uh, let's see. Let me go back to... See, this is what happens when I don't stay on track with my notes. <laughs> also at BravoAndBlaze.com, we have other fun Bravo-inspired merch. This is something that I use every day now. It's my Scandaval notebook. Keeping notes in here. All the lies are getting written down. Got my magnifying glass. I don't have one, really, but metaphorically whatever also you may see my team ariana cropped sweatshirt that i love it's actually really warm and kind of making me hot and sweaty but those are all available at problemblaze.com um shoot this thing gets messed up sometimes all right i'm gonna move on i have lovely slides today for my thumbnail i chose Tom Sandoval's face. I just, I don't know. Something about him. <laughs> no pun intended. You know, something about her. There's something about him. And we all know, and we're going to get to it. 
but um, I wanted to show you my Scandival merch. Also, I now have an Amazon storefront available where I have a whole Scandival survival kit. In that survival kit, we have things like the Galaxy Projector. And actually, I already know somebody bought one. So if you did, no judgment because people like that. And I feel like people are scared to like admit it because of what's going on with Scandival. But no shame. Get your, your projector, your Galaxy Projector if you want. Also, I've been very vocal about this. Tom Sandoval has ruined white nail polish for me. That has always been my go-to color, especially in the summer. I don't have it on my nails now, but my replacement color is Fiji. Do I want to show my feet? Should I show my feet? This is very Lisa Barlow. <laughs> I have Fiji on my feet right now, but it's like a light pink color. If Tom Sandoval starts wearing that, I swear to God, he's totally trolling us. Um, but yeah, go check out the Scandival Survival Kit because not only do I have a replacement for the white nail polish, we got the, the projector, we got all sorts of stuff. Um, I was sick in the beginning of Scandival, so I was huddled up in my bed. I'm all about like making things cozy and comfy while I'm rewatching. By the way, I just finished my entire rewatch, so I'm like on a different level now. But uh, yeah, go, go check that out. All the links are in the show notes. And I also want to remind everyone that we now have Patreon available. There's two tiers that I want to give a shout out to. I have my bonus Scandival content. That's where I'm doing, doing deep dives. I have live sessions. Last week I went live before the weekly Bravo and Blaze show to give you behind the scenes. I even provided a checklist of all the things that I do before I go live on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of these places. So it's helpful information. But also, I think this is where I am going to give my hospital story, my um, my journey that happened this week. It was um, pretty crazy. But yeah, go sign up on Patreon. Again, the link is in the show notes. Also, I have content creation behind the scenes. This is where I'm giving the origin of Bravo and Blaze and teaching you all how to get your own online brand started, how you can do things like what I've done. I've, I went from live tweeting to making memes to selling merch to starting a podcast to interviewing Redman, interviewing Bravo Lebs. Um, I had a live show sponsored I've been working with cannabis brands. I'm going to teach you all of these things in the content creation behind the scenes on Patreon. So go check that out. I think um, I just put in a list, a checklist of, what did I put a checklist in? I, I just added another checklist in there, but I'll be updating those as we go. Um, the next thing I'm going to go through in that uh, Patreon is how I set up my content strategy for Bravo and Blaze. All right, let's get into it because I know this is what we're all here for. Vanderpump Rules, Scandaval. Oh, God, it's it's getting worse. It's getting worse and worse and worse. But I just want to let you know that before I go into this week's episode. Oh, shoot. What is going on here? Oh, sorry. Something's happening with my screen. Okay. 
before um, I go into this week's episodes and the never before scenes from last week and watch what happens live, I'm going to go through my Instagram stories to give you all of the the news, quote unquote news. All right, so let me switch gears, add to stream. Okay. And again, if you're on Instagram, come join us on YouTube because I'm sharing this directly on the YouTube screen. Okay. So last week was the 100th episode of Bravo and Blaze. Woohoo! Um, I have links to Patreon. Oh, and last week also I got um, in trouble by Instagram. They took away my 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 uh, IG live privileges. So this is the first time back, and I'm super excited. Okay, uh, if you aren't following face reality already go check out her account she has a mashup for scandal the song of the summer go check it out okay so as we know our sweet dj james kennedy had he lived out one of his dreams he got to open for cascade a major dj and not only did he get to do that at this music festival, but Cascade reposted DJ James Kennedy's, his scene from Vanderpump Rules. And it just like literally made me want to cry. This is the stuff I live for. This is what I love about reality TV. It's these kind of moments, not the scandal stuff. That stuff is disturbing. <laughs> but things like James Kennedy living out his true you know, his dreams and everything he's always wanted. Like, that's what brings me joy. And that's what I love to see. So I couldn't be more proud of James Kennedy, honestly. Um, <laughs> I'm going to skip over some of these. Um, but you can go check out all of these stories in my Instagram story highlights on Instagram, obviously. Bravo and Blaze. But Sexy Unique Memes has some great um, posts as well. Um, even Real Moms of Bravo posted, uh, Andy was at the Summer House reunion and asked Kyle about Scandaval. He's like, oh my God, are you as obsessed as the rest of us? Which, by the way, obsessed to me equals traumatized. I am traumatized by Scandaval. But one thing that I find so juicy about this whole Scandaval is that, don't forget, Tom Schwartz, well, Tom Schwartz and Sandoval, they were both supposed to go to Winter House, but Sandoval never went, only Schwartz went. And so Schwartz was filming Winter House and then had to leave Winter House to go film the reunion and then flew back to Winter House. So Kyle and whoever, Kyle Cook and whoever else was at Winter House may somehow have some contribution to this overall scandal, and I cannot wait to watch Winter House because I hope to God, I pray that all they talk about is scandal. Like, I would just love that. So go check out Real Moms of Bravo. They always have good stuff. Um, ooh, here's another thing that came up. So Lala posted, she was doing an interview. Actually, let me open this post. So... If you've been following along on social media, you may have seen or heard me say that the true scandal out of all of this, I believe, the more disturbing scandal is going to be Randall Emmett. 
And we're not talking about it right now because clearly, like, there's still things going on between him and Lala with their custody or whatever. But eventually, I'm hoping this all comes out because Randall is known to be a mini Harvey Weinstein with less money, less power. And I am, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm scared too. I'm looking forward to it because I, I live for justice and I want to see justice prevail. But on the other hand, I'm like really scared to know the truth about what was really going on with Randall. So um, Lala last week, she posted on her Instagram that she's being interviewed by ABC. And I believe, shoot, I don't have the person. Whoever was involved in this, I looked at their profile and it said something along the lines of like being like an expert in narcissism or something along those lines. And um, I just feel like this is going to be maybe the beginning of the real Randall scandal. Randall scandal. Oh, my God. <laughs> it rhymes. <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, Pump Rules fans, yeah, James Kennedy said it last week. If you do something outrageous, expect people to be outraged. Yeah. Pump Rules Bravo, love them. Bravo by Gaze. Um, oh, okay, so this came out last week. Lisa Vanderpump and Ariana are not the only ones headed to the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Lala is going as a guest of the LA Times. This was new last week. I think we've all seen that play out, and I'm going to get to that in my stories. But I just, when I heard this news, I was like, he must be dying inside. Tom Sandoval is probably so insanely jealous right now. Probably saying, like, why are they going? Like, literally nobody thinks they should go or whatever he says to put down people because he sucks but anyways i'm moving on <laughs> um dude and i've been watching don't forget we have jackson britney on peacock doing their rewatch and britney admitted she moved in with Jax after knowing him for only two weeks and she like drove by herself to get to go move in with him and everything and i was just like did we already know that? I don't know. I knew it was like soon, but I didn't know it was two weeks. But anyways, sexy, unique memes always has good stuff. It's a Bravo world always has good stuff. The Zen Blonde <laughs> posted um, this guy. What's his name? <laughs> Bill Clinton. Oh, my God. I forgot his name for a second. Bill Clinton saying, like, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. That's totally Tom Sandoval on last week's episode, talking about Raquel. So awful, disgusting. Um, let's see. Oops, 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 oops. Don't forget to check out High Low Brow Pod. I was a guest on their um, podcast. Oh, I so I was still doing my rewatch over the weekend, or in this past week, and... The season eight reunion, I think this is a season eight reunion. It was so funny. There's a moment where um, everyone's busting on Tom and saying like, uh, I think Jax was saying like, he's such an actor. He's always lying through his teeth. And Ariana goes, if he was such a good actor, he wouldn't be on Vander 
pump fucking rules. And I just thought that was the funniest shade ever. Because not only is she shading Tom for being a bad actor, but she's shading herself and everyone else on this show, like saying that they're not good actors or something. It's just so good. But um, let me move on. Dude, this, okay, this next post is from Entrepreneur. This is not related to Scandal, but I thought Elizabeth Holmes was in jail with Jen Shaw. And allegedly, she's still not in prison. And I'm sitting here thinking of, like, all these funny scenarios of Jen Shaw and Elizabeth Holmes in jail together. So I was kind of disappointed when I found out that she wasn't in jail. But then also somebody was telling me that she may not have been in jail yet because she had a kid. I just, like, all right, I got to move on. Um, I want to give a shout out to Housewives and Chit Chat, No Filter with Zach, Philly Diva, and Brav Bros. They had a live show last week in Philly. I was invited. I was unable to go, but I just love all of these people, and I'm sad I wasn't able to go. But whoever did get to go, I'm sure it was amazing. All of them, love them all. And I hope to see them all at BravoCon. Um, also, I want to give another shout out to the Bravo Babe, who was on Us Weekly. Love her like a boss. Um, oh my gosh, Honda Civic Selfie. <laughs> this is probably one of the most hilarious videos or reels I've seen in a while. But it's Tom saying, Raquel. And then um, Honda Civic Selfie. I don't know if, it, who, if it's a guy or girl or them. They um, clipped, they stitched together... Tom saying, Raquel, Raquel, and then DJ James Kennedy going, Raquel, on Watch What Happens Live, and it's just so funny. Go check it out. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip over this. Faces by Bravo. I started talking about Salt Lake City for a little bit. Real Stone Housewives, love her. Okay. I don't know if this is true. This is from Bravo Breaking News and Bravo Snark side. This is um, from Reddit, actually, but it says Scandal and Rachel sighting last night. Spotted. Scandal and Rachel spotted outside B-Side Pizza last night around 11.30 p.m. He was closing her door. They were both getting into a white BMW. The vibe was not a happy one. I thought I saw that they were taking a break from each other. Also, Hotel Ziggy is right behind B-Side Pizza, dot, dot, dot. Okay, this is so funny. Morgan P. talks, and this has been circulated, but James Kennedy's um, like high school yearbook picture came out, and it says his, um, <laughs> it's like senior quote or whatever, says Jams Kennedy, like he took out the E's, and um, it says until death do me part, and I just freaking love it so much. I just, I love James Kennedy. He can, like, do no wrong in my eyes right now. Anyways, um, oh, some more shit went down with uh, Sheena and Brandy last week. The feud continues. Brandy started tweeting about Sheena. She said a cheater is a cheater no matter how it goes down. At Sheena. Oh, she also spelled Sheena wrong. <laughs> so she didn't even tag the, the right Sheena. 
But she said, you knew Eddie was married, so it's all the same. I didn't get into that one too deep, but I guess they sorted it all out. I was just like, oh my God, I cannot believe this is happening right now. Like, we're digging up old stuff from Brandy and Shayna now. Like, wild. Um, Andy Cohen, I have a bone to pick with him. He put the Tom Tom sweatshirt that Raquel gave him the night that everything dropped. He... Let his mother put that on, and I'm hurt. Like, that bothered me so much. How could you do this, question mark? Don't do that to this woman. Oh, my gosh. Bravo, Andy. <sighs> Pop culture dweeb. Honestly, Tom Sandoval didn't get enough flack for this hair that looked like it had actual intestinal worms flowing through it. This is his Joe Simpson era, by the way, guys. No. Skip over that. Oh, Vanderpump Vegas. Oh, my God. I was dying when I saw this. It's 50 Cent. It's a picture of 50 Cent at Vanderpump Vegas. And I just think that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, and by the way, I'm sure you guys know I am a mother. And my four-year-old came up to me last week. It was so cute. She's like, Mommy, you're the best human being in the whole world, and you're my best friend. And I was like, oh my gosh, so, so sweet. And then also I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, okay, so I started season nine last week, and, oh, my gosh. I didn't realize that season nine was shorter than all the other seasons, so... That rumor about, hmm, maybe this scandal is happening because ratings or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if there's any weight to that. I would like to ask Jeremiah, the showrunner, a.k.a. producer Jerry, what he thinks. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm just giving my commentary on season nine as I go through that. You guys can go check that out in my IG story highlights. Um, I just can't believe, you know, we actually thought that Tom Sandoval was cute at one point with his, you know, sidecar motorcycle and matching sweaters. And now we know that it's, it was just a ruse and ugh, I just can't, I can't. Then we get Pump Rules posting Ariana and Lala the night before the White House Correspondents Dinner. And they both look amazing, obviously. Um, I'm going to skip over some of this commentary. Oh, one thing I'll never forget. Do you, if Let me know in the comments if you guys remember this. In season nine, James and Max, Lisa's son, got into a fight. And he tells a story where he's like, we were sitting at lunch and I wanted to split a salad. So I asked the waitress, can we split a salad? And Max goes, you dummy, now we're going to get charged $10. He's like, so James goes, so then, I, then I'm about to ask the waitress to come back to cancel it. But then Max says, you dummy, that's more work for the waitress. And that's when James is like, what am I paying $45 for a chicken parmesan? And it's just so funny because they, he, he explains the fight that they had. He goes, so then I dip my fingers in my water and I go like this wake up <laughs> and then I guess like Max stood up to like hit him or something and then they both stood up and then 
James says a heater fell from the from the ceiling and caught on fire and everyone in the restaurant was looking at them. <laughs> and I was just dying because I'm like, I wish we had this footage. But since we don't, I would love for somebody to reenact that entire scene, according to James Kennedy. <laughs> oh, and then he goes on. Then in the parking lot, I guess Max was in the parking lot and James was like rage texting. He goes, you're fat and nobody likes you. You're a miserable beep and you always have been <laughs> and as oh my gosh you come outside you fat prick all i could think about is how fat you look honestly f you you're a prick oh my god james kennedy oh my gosh. i do not condone fat shaming but clearly james has some kind of issue when it comes to calling people fat like there's some underlying trauma he has either he has trauma from being called skinny or this is a theory that i have i have a theory that his mom used to yell at his father and call him fat and now he that's like one of his biggest fears in life that's just a theory i'm just i'm just making shit up um yeah so that's good <laughs> shenanigans don't forget on top of the show all this stuff that i'm sharing with you there's these cast members have podcasts so Sh shana went on shenanigans talked about her top three cringe moments you can go check that out um here we have lala before the um correspondence dinner and i played boy her song boy that song was stuck in my head while i was in the hospital <laughs> I don't know why, but I just kept singing Lala's boy over and over again while I'm laying in the hospital bed like, oh my God, I'm dying. Um, but yeah, then we get a glimpse of Ariana in this lovely yellow golden dress. Love her. Queens of Bravo posted it. Um, oh my gosh. Okay, so in season nine, after Sheena had her baby, there's a scene where... I think, wait, was this, they all went to um, Tom and Ariana's house and you see Raquel, she's still, she's engaged to James at the time, but she goes up to Brock and says, hey daddy, how are you? And he's like, even he was taken aback a little bit because he was like, I don't know if you should be calling me that or what, he, I sh wait, daddy's good, I can't, I shouldn't say that to you. He goes, daddy's good. I don't know, it was just gross and weird very concerning um but season nine i almost want to go back and watch all of season nine again because there are so 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 many red flags sandoval is a walking red flag and walking basic betty everything from what he says how he says it his arguments his excuses everything basic 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 all while peacocking us, trying to distract us. And what's funny is that he is peacocking this whole time and we still think he's basic. What does that say about him? It's embarrassing. Sorry, I'm pumped up about this one. Um, one thing I want to know is um, season nine, James was talking about quitting weed and... Um, I actually interviewed a licensed substance abuse counselor and 
this was last year. So you can go check out um, the interview. I have a, I should put the link in the show notes. But my whole thing was this licensed substance abuse counselor never saw Vanderpump rules. I told him the story about James, like how he quit alcohol for Raquel, how it had been two years since he hadn't drank. He was surprised that James actually quit drinking. But then I told him how, you know, like now Raquel's trying to get him to quit weed and like even James said himself, like, why do why? Why shouldn't I quit weed? Like it makes me feel good. I feel like I can focus better. I'm more creative. And, you know, like it's not doing anything negative to him. So I asked the licensed substance abuse counselor, should James quit weed? And I don't know if I should give the answer. Um, I'll just give the answer, but you should go still watch the interview. <laughs> essentially he said only James can answer that question and I thought that was so I don't know I just love that because what does addiction mean what does sobriety mean and those are questions and those are the topics that we talked about in that interview so go check that out um oh my gosh there's also a scene in season nine where Tom says to Lisa I'm gonna violate my trust with James a little bit he goes, James is going to propose to Raquel in Palm Springs. And Lisa goes, you're going to propose to Raquel? And I'm like, what? Oh, my gosh. This is crazy. Is this foreshadowing? Like, is this all planned? I don't know. Um, Bravo Batch has some good stuff. Go check that out. Pump Rules fans. Oh, my God. I was dying. So the scenes for... Or, We'll get to it, actually. I'm going to skip over this. Oh, I also released new Scandaval merch. I have a Scandaval notepad now. I love my stationery. I don't know. I'm obsessed with it. Uh, rate my Bravo. Has some good memes. Uh, dearest Rachel. So Rachel from Winter House. She was at Winter House last year. She's a florist and she does these like amazing floral designs and I was just scrolling real quick and I saw this picture and I was like, is that a huge nug? <laughs> I thought she was standing next to a huge bud or something, but no, it's not. It's baby's breath. <sighs> also, I don't want to forget about my lovely Chanel Ann, who I cried to twice at BravoCon because I just love her so much. Um, we got Shayna and... I don't know. This is some music festival or whatever. Reposted that. Um, oh, this scene. Okay, there was a scene in season nine with the Toms, Ariana, and Katie. And the way Tom is talking, he's like, F you for making me feel like a psychopath or whatever, talking to Katie. Like, none of his words make sense. Everything he says is BS. And I'm just like, how did we let this all go? And... Like, this is just nuts. It's nuts. And then he's talking about, oh, you know, I'm traumatized from when Stassi yelled at me after he rage texted her, after she already cleared her book signing party with two of the owners. Like, this guy has serious problems. It's so apparent that it's like, it's actually, I feel, I feel ashamed <laughs> like I have Dorinda energy right now I'm ashamed because it was all right in front of our faces and we just never really paid attention to it we just brushed it off for whatever reason anyways 
Coca Makoka has uh, James Kennedy. He was in uh, New York City last weekend. A lot of people got video. Oh, I love it. Love that for them. Um, more Scandal being Peacock. I live for Bravo. Posted. Someone said Schwartz dresses like he's on vacation and lost his luggage. Accurate. Yep. Um, let's see. So, okay, I'm torn. I mentioned the Randall scandal, which I'm like totally pumped that I'm realizing that they rhyme. But, <laughs> um, you know, in the back of my head as I'm going through and rewatching re everything, I'm like, okay, Randall is a bigger scandal, but we're not focused on that. But when Brock came on the scene, I was one of the few who actually liked Brock. And I know that, like, he had this domestic violence thing and, like, he has this past with his ex and he hasn't seen his kids in a while and all that stuff. But I will tell you that I did not hold any of that against him because I have a blended family. And I myself was a single mom in Chicago for almost four years while my daughter's father lived in New York. And that was just how it worked out because of our working situations, like our jobs. And so for Lala to go so hard on Brock, it was really disturbing to me. It really bothered me. And I don't dislike Lala. I actually really like Lala. I have like a love-hate relationship with her. I Actually, I, there's no hate. I love Lala. I just, I think she's funny to watch and entertaining because... She has no leg to stand on, yet she comes in so hard on everyone that it just, like, makes me laugh. So her coming in on Brock when the whole time she's got this Randall scandal going on, it was, like, it's just very, like, fascinating. Oh, my gosh. Lala, when you first started dating Randall. Oh, this scene. So they're at Lisa's house, and this is crazy, too. Tom Sandoval actually did try to bring up Randall and Lala shut him down so hard. And then later on in like the reunion or something, she's like, nobody told, no one tried to tell me about Randall or whatever. It's like, girl, everyone was trying to tell you, but you like insisted that no one speak about your ban. So it just, I just find it so interesting. Um, oh. And then this gem of a scene, I love how James Kennedy, and this is when he was sober, or California sober, he says, do you know what makes things awkward? Wait, whoops, uh-oh, what happened? Do you know what makes things awkward? By not talking about things. The more you guys, wait, the more you guys and Lala, sorry, the more you guys and Lala don't talk, and you're at parties together, the more distance, the more space you create, it needs to be sorted out, which is true. James Kennedy is really, I love him. Um, so then we start getting uh, looks from Ariana, Lala, and Lisa at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, at the red carpet. They look amazing. Check out Bravo Breaking News, Face Reality. I love it. Ariana looks amazing 
And I knew immediately when I saw that she was wearing white, I had a feeling. I was like, Tom Sandoval is probably like, white is my color. That's my thing. Look at my nails. Ugh. Can't stand him. <laughs> He's such a baby. Um, but yeah, how proud are we, guys? We did it. Um, then we get the Zen Blonde who posts Julia Fox at the same White House correspondent dinner looking like Black Swan. And I swear, like, if Tom Sandoval was invited, this is how he would show up. Or like this in his drag. Whatever. Nightmares! Okay. Oh my gosh, by way, Hello Drama reposted a little clip from, well, it looks like the blonde Puerto Rican posted it. Um, they even mentioned Vanderpump Rules at the dinner <laughs> and panned to Ariana. Let me see, can we see it? <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't say his name. Oh, don't forget, I've been pushing my red light therapy, not because I don't even get that much commission off of this, guys. Literally, I get like less than 50 cents commission off of this, but <laughs> I really, truly believe in this technology for skincare, and I've been using my um, red light therapy on my face, and I swear, it works. So I have this in the Scandival Survival Kit if you're interested. Ether Opal, oh my God, the best reenactments from Vanderpump Rules. Go check it out. Like, detailed, detailed. It's, mwah, love it. Um, more pic, I didn't put a filter on. I have makeup in this picture, but no filter. And for 41 years old, and no plastic surgery or Botox yet, I mean, I think this is like doing pretty good, right? Red light therapy. Go get yours. Um, here's another picture of Ariana and Lisa in D.C. I just love them. They're looking amazing. That's from Rate My Bravo. 90s kid for life. Oh, my God. Literally, I was in Sam's Club. It was the 30th on Sunday. This was right before I got sick. And I was like, what's today? And I'm like, oh, shit. Tomorrow's May 1st. And then that's when the NSYNC song came into my head. And I'm like going down the aisle shopping. And I'm like, it's going to be May. So yeah, 90s kid for life. They got good stuff. Okay, by wig, hello drama. Somebody wrote, Karma by Bravo posted a comment saying, I met you once. This is to Schwartz. I met you once while you were with Katie. I met you once while you were with Katie. She called you over to meet me too and you were vicious to her until you saw me. Then you turned on your sweet act and that's when I first was very concerned for Katie. Now we are watching Sandoval go literal full psychopath attacking her and lying and you had his back yet again. What is wrong with you? Why can't you be a good person? Does Sandoval literally have a hand up your A? Hashtag puppet. <laughs> Bloop. Rihanna, fierce. She looks so good. Love her. I really want to know what Rihanna thinks about Scandal honestly. Um, oh, this pissed me off. Okay. So don't forget, in season nine, Lala was doing a Give Them Lala party for her makeup line. She invited Tom Sandoval to get his makeup done, and she said, cis male makeup is really trending right now. 
And let's not forget Schwartz, who goes, give them Lala. Who the F is Lala? Schwartz, I'll tell you who the F Lala is. Lala is the one who is the like originator of your business partner's male makeup line. So don't even. Don't even, Schwartz. <laughs> so mad at him. Um, oh my gosh. This scene with Brock and James was so funny in season nine. He's like, you, you need to learn how to talk to people. I can't really do the Australian accent. He's like, oh, and you don't know how to, you don't need to <laughs> learn how to talk to people. Do, do, do. So funny. I love James. <laughs> okay. So then also in season nine, I know I, I wasn't like really planning on going through all of season nine like this, but it's important. So <laughs> Randall, he goes to a meeting with Katie and Ariana for there's something about her investment. And I just was so annoyed. The way he tries to act like he's so important and he's an like actual decent human being was just disgusting to me. It's like, ugh, gross. Okay, what is this one? Interview with VPR producer and his replies in the comments. Oh, so James Markham123. This is from Biwig, Hello Drama. He's a VPR producer, and I guess he was saying, like, ah, oh, I don't know what this post was, but he says, Ah, uh, thank you. It's a lot of work, but I love what I do and feel so honored to be a part of something so amazing. It's not all fake. I have genuine connections and relationships with the cast. I love them all. And then someone's like, all? So how much percent is? Huh? Then um, this, somebody says, the date of this filming is irrelevant to whether you knew about Scandaval. At the end of the day, you knew about Scandaval. Whether it be before or after this actual interview. So James Markham responds, I swear on my life, we had zero idea, exclamation point. This was not a publicity thing for the show. Were there things that made us go, hmm, and question? Yes, but the footage you've been watching is the reality we filmed. We were all shocked when we got the news about what was really going on. Okay, I object. Because Shayna's wedding dress designer said that they saw Sandoval and Raquel kissing with production around them while they were not filming during Shayna's destination wedding. So I don't know, James Markham, one, two, three. A little defensive. Anyways, um, let's see, what is this? Oh, By Way Hello Drama has... The clip from Extra TV where Ariana and Lisa are being interviewed at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And Ariana gave picture-perfect media delivery. Lisa as well. Um, they didn't really get into too much. Nothing really, you know, juicy going on there. So just happy for them that they were there and they got to, you know, live that moment. Um, hold on. Oh, my gosh. Don't forget, okay, this is another reason why I love James Kennedy. Don't forget, at their, you know, why did James and Raquel have a three-day engagement celebration? That's just ridiculous. I know it was COVID and, like, whatever, but it seemed like, oh, like, very extra. Anyways, don't forget that James was reading Raquel her speech <laughs> up on the balcony, and it was the cutest. It was so funny, but so cute. I freaking love James. 
Also, what I thought was weird was after James Kennedy kicked out Brock from his engagement party, Shayna stayed. If my a husband, fiance, or whatever got kicked out of a party, I don't think I would stay. I just thought that was so weird. <laughs> and then again, Lala saying that everyone should have brought it to her attention that Randall was a creep. Like, come on, girl. They tried. They tried. Ugh. And then the season nine... The season nine reunion with James and Raquel breaking up and the way James was like, how can anyone not like James? Like he was just so, oh, I love him so much. But anyways, By Way Hello Drama has um, reposted from Broadcast Boys who, <laughs> who's going over, they're like, they look like sportscaster type of people, but they're doing the Vanderpump rules as sportscasters and they're like, because Howie was like, who's Shayna? And it's like, dude, who the F are you? How dare you ask who Shayna is? So he, <laughs> Broadcast Boys, wrote out Shayna's name, given the whole thing of who Shayna is. So FYI, Howie. Um, Kristen Dowdy. Yep, we knew that. She's coming on Watch Robins Live. Oh, so obviously I'm watching... Season nine, Vanderpump Rules with a new lens. And I really, like, a lot of people have been going in on Raquel a lot throughout this whole scandal. And, like, I, yes, I agree that what she did was wrong, but I feel like Sandoval has the majority of the responsibility here. He's the one who is in a relationship. Granted, she was in a friendship with Ariana, so that's gross, but. At the end of the day, like, I feel like there's something actually inherently, like, like, disturbing about Raquel. Like, so, there's some kind of trauma or something going on with her that has made her make these decisions in her life. And we even see in last night's episode where she's talking about, like, her pageant life and everything and how she had to choose, like, a career path and, like, now she doesn't know what she's going to do. And I just... Something about her father saying, like, he was going to kill James. That was disturbing. But also the fact that he got drunk and started a fight with James over hiking boots during, like, a holiday. That was concerning to me. And, like, the way that Raquel mentioned it, I have a feeling that she didn't stick up for James at all. And so, I don't know. There's just something more going on there, I think in my opinion. So then I watch all, <laughs> I watched all of the underbump rules and then I go to the hospital. So this is me just giving my update when I get back. So there's a couple days where I don't know what happened. I know actually, hold on. Um, the, I wrote down a couple things in my scanball notebook. Things that I missed, that I think I missed, I didn't look into it too much, but Howie was on Nick Vile's podcast, so go check out the Vile Files. I need to go listen to that. Um, also, Pump Restaurant and the condo that I guess Max was living in has gone in foreclosure. That's like... I can't believe nobody, people are talking about this that much. I think that's kind of crazy. Um, 
Also, what I saw, just briefly too, I, I didn't even, I'm telling you, I didn't look into any of these things. I briefly saw two versions of the trailer for the finale episode, two different versions, and then I saw something saying that there's an investigation going on into who leaked the footage and that Bravo was forced to release the finale trailer because somebody leaked the footage. And I think that's so crazy. If anyone has more information on this, please send it to me. Um, I don't think we've had this before, have we? Not on Vanderpump, at least. Anyways, maybe on a Housewives. I don't know. Um, also, there's still blinds going around insinuating that Brock may be a cheater. And I'm just going to do as Shayna would do and turn a blind eye. Because I do not want to believe this. I do not want to believe this. Okay. So I'm going to go back to my crazy stories. Um, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it on time today. As you can see, I'm a little bit rushed. But let's go into, now we're going to go into, hold on. I'm going to switch gears here. We're going to look at the never before seen. Where are they? Okay, the first never before seen. Okay, wait, this is not it. Oh my gosh. Okay, so... And I, I might have missed one because I only saw three never before scenes. I was like going through it really quick. But the first never before scene is Tom Schwartz goes on a dating app. Lala tells Katie that he's on a dating app. But look at his profile picture. Literally his wife is in the background of his dating profile picture. Can you be more of a putz? <laughs> like what the? Swipe left, ladies. Swipe left. I haven't been single in a long time, but this is a red flag, okay? I'm no dating expert, but come on, Schwartz. Get it together. Also, is this when he's living with Joe, his roommate? Whatever. So annoying. Okay, so then the other never-before-seen that I saw was James and Lala together and... What I got out of this scene, so they're talking about James drinking, and I really love that Lala was like, you know, it's really not my place to judge. Everyone has their own sobriety journey, and I agree with that. Like, I quit drinking alcohol almost exactly one year ago. Um, I don't know exactly how many days. <laughs> I think I have, like, one week left to go or something, but... Um, I don't think I'll ever drink alcohol again. But if there is, if there are other people like James Kennedy, he's drinking again. Like, I'm not going to judge him because like the licensed substance abuser or, or <laughs> licensed substance abuse counselor said, only James can answer these questions on his sobriety, his addiction and, you know, what works for him. So I'm not going to judge. But the biggest takeaway I got from this scene is I really think Lala and James should just be together. I, I love Allie. Don't get me wrong. I freaking love, love, love Allie. I just don't know if Allie and James are meant to be together forever. And 
something about Lala and James, like, there's just, I feel like they can be comfortable with each other. They can be themselves. They really do lift each other up the way that, you know, partners should. But they also call each other out as well as partners should. I have this feeling, though, that they don't want to be, or they can't be together because if they are together, then what? Then it's like, there's no challenge. There's no, now Now we're expected to live a happy life and that's a lot of pressure. And so, I don't know, I just get this feeling like that's kind of how they are. Because when James looks at Lala, like, I think he truly loves her. He said it to her before. Whatever. <laughs> um, the other never before scene is um, ugh, Schwartz and Raquel talking about kissing and Ugh, I like literally want to throw up just thinking about this. And it, I don't know if it's because I was throwing up in the hospital, but I'm still feeling pukey about it when I see this. I hated it. But let's go into last night's episode. Okay. So last night's episode. Episode 13, Lady and the Glamp. I'm going to read the episode description. Raquel's birthday dreams come true when she embarks on a glamping trip with some of her closest friends. Lala grows suspicious about Sandoval's interest in Raquel. James and Allie attempt to work out their issues following a disastrous beach day. Ariana staunchly defends her boyfriend until she catches him in a lie. Whew, okay. So... Um, by the way, Instagram, my I have a one-hour time limit because they put me in jail. So if you're on Instagram, come join us on YouTube so you can see our visuals and everything. Okay, so we got Shayna. She goes on this glamping trip, even though she doesn't, she's not into it. She's like, I like air conditioning, you know, whatever. But this is Raquel's birthday. This is what she wants to do. So she's going to be a team player. She's like, I don't really want to get dirty. And, you know, this is the whole crew that goes. It's Schwartz, Sandoval, Brock, Raquel, Sheena, and Ariana. And they're, like, throwing pumpkins down or whatever, feeding animals. Like, I don't know. I I'm not into that stuff either, really. Like, I guess it's okay. Maybe, like, a day. I don't know. But then we get the scene with Lala in her office, forgive them Lala, and James comes and visits, and she's like, by the way, did you know that Raquel slept over Tom and Ariana's when Ariana was out of town? And then they go into the whole thing of like, well, Katie was over at Lisa's house when Ken comes in, and they're tasting sandwiches or whatever, and Ken says like, I can't believe that Tom Sandoval had Raquel over when Ariana's away. And they went in the jacuzzi. And then they're talking about how Raquel was late to work because she was hungover. She oh, she said she overslept for an hour and a half. That's why she was late. Lisa said she looked like a bag of shit. <laughs> that was kind of rude. But um, this is where we start to see all these lies. She goes, I went back to Tom's place. Nothing happened, though. And Lisa, she said, doesn't matter if anything happened or not. Like, this is not a good look, right? I think we can all agree. She goes, I know it's bad, I know. It was just easier to sleep on the couch and stay the night. 
Okay, so she says she slept on the couch. So then Lisa calls Tom Sandoval, who's with Tom Schwartz, and she's like, I'm calling because Raquel has shown up here. And Tom's like, actually, she left early. And Lisa's like, hold on a second. What? So did she stay the night or whatever? And, like, they're going back and forth. You could tell. He's like, you could tell, like, he didn't want to tell the truth. And he's like, I think we're caught or whatever. So he's like, yes, but, like, dude, like, we just, this whole Schwartz and he tries to deflect again by bringing up Schwartz. And it's like, dude, ugh. Ugh. Um, James, uh, James talks about going to a smoking lounge with Sandoval. Um, I'm going to skip over this. And that's when Sandoval told James that Raquel dipped out. He likes to use this term dipped out. So, and then he goes, so obviously like Schwartz and Raquel spent the night. So first he says she dipped out. Then she's, then he says she spent the night and you see James like, huh? What? Like, obviously you're, this doesn't make sense. He goes, I thought you, I thought you just said Raquel left. No, I said she dipped out and went to bed. No, you didn't. He goes, she literally went into my effing room. Not my room. I'm sorry, my guest room or whatever. Okay, so I thought she slept on the couch. Did she go to the guest room or the couch? Which one is it? So um, I just love Lala saying, Sandoval, go take your degenerate ass elsewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So then she's talking about the day that Ariana's um, grandmother dies. Tom Sandoval came to a barbecue. It was Labor Day weekend. Ariana was calling him, was furious. He didn't leave for another two hours at this party after she told him that her grandmother died. And he was with Raquel the whole time. So that's when Lala's like, this leads me to only one logical conclusion. I think Sandoval has a thing for Raquel. James's like, oh my God, if Tom is banging Raquel. So... Now we go into, the, we're at this Cayuma Oaks Ranch um, where they're glamping and they're all eating, whatever. Um, they're toasting Raquel. She's the youngest in the group, turning 28. She wanted to make a toast for her good friends and good vibes. And this is exactly what I want to do for my birthday. And she says, I feel like these are my like true core people. These are my forever friends. This is just awful. These are the people looking out for me who believe in you. Yes, this is actually true, Raquel, but you fucked it up. Like, oh my gosh. She said that means everything to me. Obviously, it didn't if you did what you did. Like, I just, it's hard for me to believe that she really is, was like okay with throwing all that away for Tom Sandoval. Ugh. Anyways, so then we see Ariana talking about losing her dog and then losing her grandma. And she's like, I'm not well. I'm really barely hanging on, to be honest. And it's just heartbreaking knowing that this man is out here doing what he's doing while she's in pain and suffering and grieving. And she goes, did anything happen while I was out of town? And right away, Raquel goes, there was a food tasting for the new menu at Sir. And then mentions going back to the hotel. The way she said 
to Ariana, or the way she told Ariana how she hung out with them made it seem like, oh, it was very innocent. Like, oh, we always do that. No big deal, whatever. And then she even, then again, she starts talking about how she slept on the couch or whatever. And even Ariana's like, you don't have to sleep on the couch. You can sleep in the guest room. Like, that's how trusting Ariana is, even after this girl is doing this to her. It's just so heartbreaking. She goes, I slept on the couch, liar. Even, and again, Ariana's like, go to the guest room. Um, I don't know what this is. And said she didn't stay the night. Oh, so this is where things get all mucky. Like, did she stay the night? Didn't she? Or did she or didn't she? You see Tom Sandoval say Raquel grabbed Graham and dipped out. Again, saying this dipped out. No, she went home. He lied. Sandoval's a liar. He's a liar. Ugh! And he's like, you know, on the heels of, you know, this open relationship rumor and the Schwartz thing, I thought maybe it'd be better if everyone didn't know, like, this little detail. How about just don't do it? But, like, we should have just told the truth. Obviously. Oh, my God. I'm sweating. And then you see, no, we made it way worse. Um, Okay. This scene is over. Now we cut to Lala. She's doing like a photo shoot with, I think it was Katie and Christina Kelly. Um, and she's talking about give them Lala, how she's really proud of it. I'm really proud of her too. And she's saying, you know, it's really what I rely on to support my daughter. And I'm proud of all my friends right now. You see the picture of them. I'm also very proud of Lala. Uh, but then they go, <laughs> this part is funny. They're like, what did Satchel and the Don think? And Katie's like, uh, Satchel was, like, traumatized. <laughs> he couldn't understand why everyone was being so mean to her. Lala's over here. Something don't smell right. And it's so funny because Lala's senses are, like, so, like, acute right now. But then, like, at the same time, the real scandal happened to her. So it's, like, so bizarre watching this. But... She's like, with this Raquel and Sandoval friendship, that when you have a dude who's your best friend, who's there during difficult times, and then you add alcohol, you end up sitting on their face. Anyways, Christina Kelly has a skincare line called HeartSpring, and she's having an event for it. And she's like, we'll just have like some drinks, hang out, whatever. So then Shayna and they show Shayna and Ariana at the glamping thing or whatever in a tent talking about how Katie, you know, because Shayna's like hating Katie at this moment. And she's like, Katie's saying that you have an open relationship, blah, blah, blah. Um, and Ariana's like, oh, well, she texted me something that day. And she, the text was like, I absolutely am not spreading rumors about you and Tom. I don't know why some... People desperately want to believe the worst of me constantly, but I don't, blah, blah, blah. Um, and she's like, I get it. Katie hates Raquel, but, like, Raquel's my friend. And she's someone that is kind and sweet and loyal. And she's someone, oh, I just said that. And just a delight since the day I met her. This is just awful. It makes me want to cry. I want to cry. <sighs> so. Um, then we see Schwartz making a PSA. He's like, Brock and Tom, be careful tonight. Raquel has a type. She likes men that are taken. 
Oh my gosh. So then um, Ariana's like, what's your peach in your pit for, you know, your 27th year? She said, maybe a peach and a pit is breaking up with James. And of course, I met you guys through this relationship with James, but we've created our own friendships. That's like super special to me. And I just appreciate each and every one of your friendships, like showing up at Lala. Oh, this is when, ugh, look at their faces. It makes me sick. This is when Sandoval is like, I'm so proud of you for standing up to Lala, showing up at her birth. That was badass. I was just like, so gross. So gross. Because, again, he's like, it's like he's trying to deflect because everything she's saying was so nice, genuine, pure, and innocent. But in the back of their minds, they know that they're cheating and lying and whatever. And so he just, like, has to go to, remember how badass you were because Lala sucks. And, like, it's just, it's his, it's a manipulation tactic that he does. And I can't stand it. And I see it. I see it so clearly. Look, he says it. All this effing badass. Woo. Dude, I'm so effing proud of you, Raquel. Then they're talking about Christina Kelly's event and Raquel saying she wasn't invited. So Shayna like asked if she could come and Christina said yes. Then Raquel starts talking about Miss California. Okay, so this is where circling back to what I said before, I think there's some deep rooted trauma and like issues with Raquel. And she's saying how she like aged out and she always wanted to be a, a role model for girls and women. Um, and that was a big motivation for her. And she made sure that every aspect of her life was consistent where I, where I wasn't gonna, you know, fuck up. She said, I've always been the good girl, but now that I've aged out of pageants, I don't have to worry so much about my reputation. So we can blame Donald Trump for all of Scandaval, essentially. But she goes, so honestly, I feel like I'm kind of making up for lost time right now. I'm just like so irritated. Um, I don't know what this scene is. Something that is role model behavior. She's crying. Look at her. Ariana's hugging her, consoling her because she's a good person. And then Raquel says, a crazy thing about pageants is the fact that you kind of have to have this career path put in place. And I, I kind of know what she's saying because, like, when you – I'm, I'm not a pageant person, but I assume that, you know, everything's very, like, formal. Like, you have to do this this way, and they have coaches, and they spend so much money around this stuff. And, like, they probably said to her, just like you would do on a resume for a job if you're, like, trying to go into a certain field or whatever, they're like – you have to do it like this and you have to do this. So she probably in her mind is like, okay, I'll be an occupational therapist or whatever. She probably doesn't even know what that is. But she, I think, you know, along with her parents who seem very maybe controlling, they probably put this on her. Like, this is what you're going to do. She said, so I decided I wanted to be an occupational therapist the first time I competed in a pageant. Like, how old was she? So I think it's just like, I think my entire life plan was kind of like written out for me at a very young age and it scares me. Okay, this is where I'm like, I get it at a certain point. Like when you're, your younger years, like your early 20s, you do kind of feel lost. Like I didn't know what I was doing. I was like following the books, like what I was told to do at school. Like if you want to get a good job, you have to show up in a 
black or gray suit to all of your interviews and you because you're a woman you have to wear a skirt and it has to be this length and you can't have bare legs you have to have pantyhose I'm like who the hell wears pantyhose and like you have to wear these kinds of shoes and I'm like this is I even knew back then that this was all BS and like but I didn't know what to do. Like that was the only option in front of me. So I played the game and I wound up in a, in a situation where I had a career that was thriving on paper, but I hated it. I was miserable. It did not fulfill me. And I can see that kind of happening. But by age 28, I had a child. Like I was taking care of myself and I had a house in New York and I had a, a place in Chicago. Like, I don't get this. Like she has so many opportunities. I don't know why pageants is like her main focus. Like we get it. You aged out. I would have been thinking about the next thing before I aged out. It just, I, I don't understand. They, did her parents really tell her like, you're going to be Miss California. You don't have to worry about this. Like who? Ah, this is why I need to smoke weed. <laughs> By the way, I don't know if I said this already, but I quit smoking weed for now. Let me know if you think that my behavior is any different, by the way. Okay, moving on. I'm sweating. Okay, so then, ugh, it's Raquel's birthday. Wait, Raquel, uh, Ariana and I got you a gift. Vintage Versace 1990. First of all, is 1990 vintage? <sighs> I have some... Chanel sunglasses from the 90s. Are those vintage? I'm about to sell that shit. Anyways, why did they give her these? Whatever, I'm annoyed. Um, I'm going to skip this. You know what? Oh, Tom Schwartz, he, he made a good point. He goes, out of nowhere, he was like, you know what? Maybe you shouldn't come tomorrow. Talking about Raquel to Christina Kelly, Christina Kelly's party. And I'm like, finally, Schwartz, you have a fucking brain. But then it got shut down real quick. And of course, Sandoval's like, because he wants Raquel there. So he's like, no, she shouldn't do that. And it starts blaming Katie. Like, oh, if Katie's mad at you, you can't come to this event. It's like, dude, he needs to. We get it. You don't like Katie, but her and Tom are now done. So you cannot keep blaming Katie for everything. I just cannot stand it. He goes, it's very entitled. You know what's entitled? Entitled is sleeping with your friend's or your, your girlfriend's best friend and thinking you can get away with it. Freaking scumbag. Ugh. So this scene, like celebrating Raquel's birthday, she's like, this is like everything I could ever want for a birthday. They got the galaxy light. Don't forget, you can get down the Scandal survival kit in my Amazon store, but <clears throat> I swear, I think they're on like Molly or shrooms or something, which I'm not mad at them for. Like, this is a perfect time, like to do something fun like that. But, um, I'm not condoning Molly. I don't, I don't mess with that, but, um, shrooms are natural. <laughs> um, okay. Moving on. Yeah. I think she was, she was definitely on something cause she starts crying like way too easily. Um, and they're like, we love you, Raquel. Ugh. Look at Tom Sandoval hugging her. Ugh. It's an effing dream, you guys. Dude, grow the F up. At 28, I had a child and two homes. 
Grow up. What is wrong with these people? And I wasn't even on a TV show. You're on a TV show. You have all this exposure. Do you know how much, how many opportunities you have to not be a degenerate or to be a mistress? Oh my God. Fucking galaxy projector. <laughs> oh, I'm raging. Yeah, I am on a tolerance break. <laughs> or I may not smoke ever again. That's I'm going to go into my medical situation, I think, on a bonus episode in my Patreon and for uh, my subscribers on Instagram. But, um, oh, this scene. Thank God for Terry Maloney. This whole episode just had me so worked up and, like, seeing a mom made me feel so much better. I'm like, thank God Katie's mom is here because I can't take it much more. But I love, love, love Katie and her mom and how, like, you know, Katie's mom started a restaurant and Katie used to work for her. Now Katie's starting a restaurant and now her mom's going to be working for her. I freaking love that. That's like a family business is like my dream. That's like how much better can it be to work with the people that you love as long as you work together well. <laughs> but, um, okay, so then we go, we see... Lala with her mom, another mom moment. Thank you. We need more of these. But um, it's so weird. She's like, I've been talking to that boy that I bumped peepees with. Okay, there's so, this is like, there's a lot of layers to this. One, you're talking to your mom about who you're having sex with. But you don't say the guy who I slept with or the man I had intercourse with. You say the boy, not even a man, the boy that I bumped peepees with. <laughs> it's just so wild to me. So weird, but then we see James and Allie, and you can see she's like, how do you feel after that beach day? She's like, I feel like I didn't really see you. You were fighting with Raquel and fighting with Schwartz, and he's like, I didn't mean to, you know, embarrass you like that, and she's like, you embarrassed yourself. This is why I love Allie. She does not sugarcoat. She's like, dude, you didn't embarrass me. You embarrassed yourself. And she's, like, questioning him. Are you sure you're okay about the Schwartz and Raquel thing? Because obviously he's, like, all worked up about it at the beach and stuff. And she's like, so do you see how it's confusing to me that you act this way, but then you tell me something else? And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, it's not about me having feelings for Raquel still, okay? It's more so that I'm losing my friends. This makes me sad for James. My friendship with Schwartz is over. And with that goes Sandoval because that's all he can think about is effing Schwartz because he has his effing boys back and I'm upset about it. Mm. James, I'm, I'll be your friend, James. And so Allie's like, next beach day I'm going to sit out. <laughs> that's all I'm sitting out to then. Um, so then here we go. We get to Christina's Heart Spring event at Tom Tom. Um, loving this journey for Christina Kelly. You know, I'm a, I support other women. She started with three lip balms and now she has like a whole product line and you go girl. She was working at Sir while she was, or she was working at Sir at night and doing that during the day. Hustler, you go girl. Then we see Tom Schwartz, <clears throat> excuse me, Tom Schwartz come over to Katie and her mom and Lala get some drinks. Just so awkward. Um, and Lala's even like, you know, are you going to like forget <laughs> Is this just how it's going to be or whatever? She's like, if he apologizes to me, then yeah. But 
till then, like, we're nothing, whatever. And I agree with Katie. I am Team Katie. And um, Schwartz is like, I guess I'm just going to stay in, the, in my little doghouse for now. <laughs> Bitch, you live in a doghouse. That is where you are going to stay forever because you just... <sighs> I can't with him. I can't. <sighs> yeah, so Katie's like, when he can apologize, yeah, sure. Oh, my gosh. So then... Tom, Ariana, Raquel show up. That's when people are like, this whole dynamic is so strange to me. Lala's like, now we got Sandoval, Ariana, and Raquel showing up together. Maybe it's a thruple. I just, I feel like I've taken a hit of acid, she says. And um, Lala, she's so funny. She's like, at first I thought she was like this sweet girl, but now I think she's a very stupid demon. <laughs> and I thought that was so funny. Um... So this part, what is this? The whole thing with, oh, okay. So Ariana and Katie start talking about the whole thing with what James and Allie said about the open relationship thing. And she's like, Ariana's like, I just want to nip it in the bud. And Katie's like, nothing was said to James. So when I was at Lala's, Allie was like, whatever. So the other night after See You Next Tuesday, I was at the Abbey and Tom showed up. So, like, it's just so weird. Just Tom and Raquel. So, remember, there was, there's discrepancy again. Because Tom said, oh, we weren't by ourselves. But then later on, they're like, they were by themselves. So, which one is it? Because he made it sound like, oh, we always go to the Abbey with a group of people. And, like, there's always a group of people with us. But then Ali was saying, like, it was just them dancing together. So, what is it? Don't lie to me. Um, she says, okay, but like Sandoval goes out. This is Katie talking to Ariana. Ariana's kind of like a homebody. The, the dynamic between like you and Tom, it's a little unconventional to some people. So like some people might not understand it. And she's like, yeah, but the way she repeated it was that you said we don't have any rules as long as nothing embarrasses me. And she's like, okay, I never mentioned rules. I didn't mention embarrassing. She's like, if you didn't say that, why would she twist what you said? And she's like, I don't, I have no idea. And she's like, if disparaging stuff is being said about me, like I would hope that it wouldn't come from you because clearly they're going into business together. Oh, this is, okay, I need a crying goal. I might need a crying goal, guys. This is when Ariana's like, obviously I love Raquel, like, dearly. Am I going to rage or cry? I don't know. I'm pissed. And she's one of my, like, closest friends. And I not only trust and love her, but I trust and love my boyfriend. And so I understand how you feel, but, like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, whoa, who is Raquel? Like, oh, I don't know her. Yeah, well, I mean, I hope, this is Katie. Yeah, well, I hope she's a good friend to you. <sighs> this is Ariana saying she is very much so. <laughs> uh, I'm skipping this part. <clears throat> she says, if I was in your shoes, I would feel just like you. Talking, that's Ariana talking to Katie. So she's validating Katie's concerns. Good. That's good. Um, and Katie's like, I don't think you have like an open situation because like I don't believe that and I don't think that. 
she's like, no, well, I'm glad that we talked about it. Like, obviously, like, things do get built up, and I trust you. And I feel, this is Ariana talking, and I feel like as, like, friends and business partners, I'm really excited. <clears throat> and they're both like, I'm really excited. I'm so glad that we talked through this. They hug, blah, 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 whatever. Then we see James and Raquel, and he's like, nice purse. And she's like, thanks, I still love it. And he's like, did I get that for you or something? He's like, I didn't get that for you. And she's like, yeah, you did. It was a birthday present. <clears throat> and then um, they just start going into how, like, he was saying he regrets the, you know, proposal and that she feels like he was trying to hurt her. And he's like, it's not that I didn't love you, okay? Of course I did. She's like, I don't effing regret our relationship, which was we know was in the trailer, so now we know she was talking about James. But um, she goes, I don't regret saying yes to your proposal. Of course you didn't because it gave you airtime, girl. The whole time, let's not forget, she told the girls in the car that she wanted to move out of James's apartment when he was traveling. Yet you still went through this whole proposal. You went through a three-day engagement celebration. Come on. <clears throat> I just, I'm not buying it. Um, she said, you liter literally told me you regretted Richella. <laughs> and he's like, she's just um, completely the wrong girl for me. He goes, of course I regret Richella. I mean, it was an epic proposal and it was wasted on you. He didn't say that to her face, but in confessional, and I love it for it. <sighs> He's like, she's like talking about exploring. He's like, yeah, some of that exploration has not made you very happy. Skipping this. This is for my thumbnail. <laughs> so then, okay, now we got Lala and Ariana talking. They're getting their little goodie bags. <clears throat> and she's like, I wanted to talk to you or whatever. Um... She's like, this summer is really trying to, like, do me in. Not going to lie. This is Ariana talking. She goes, and Lala's like, no, this summer has kicked your ass. And she goes, I'm surprised I haven't faked my own death and disappeared. Ha, ha, ha. Which is really sad to hear, obviously. And it's, it's scary to hear that. Um, she goes, like, honestly, I'm just like, I don't know how I keep going sometimes. Like, this is heartbreaking, guys. Ugh. She goes, well, it's like you're trying to get a business off the ground on top of dealing with grief. I just want to make sure you were good because, um, so I was at that barbecue. Okay, so they're talking about the Labor Day barbecue when Ariana's grandmother died. And <clears throat> Lala goes, um, that's Tom Sandoval was like, Ariana's really mad at me right now. And she's like, because he couldn't get a ride. And Lala's like, home to you? And she's like, yeah, because Jason left his ride. And Lala's like, do you think he should have just gone at that time? And she's like, I don't think he knew he left at that time. And Lala's like, no, he did know. I, I was standing right there. And so Ariana's like, I'm not going to, let's just call him over or whatever. Um, so she's like, hey, so Jason said he was leaving the party. And then you said, no, I'm actually going to stay. And this is where Tom starts lying, goes, Jason was like, dude, I'm dipping out. Dipping out. What does dipping out mean to you, Tom Sandoval? Because it seems like you have different definition every time you say it. Ugh. Right, and then you chose to stay longer. 
Yeah, I don't know. This is him getting kind of like, I don't know. Oh, I can't stand this. Ooh. I found out that my grandma died, like, while you were there. You knew about that. And then Jason said, I'm going to leave. And then you said, I'm going to stay. He goes, well, yeah, I kind of figured you wanted to be alone. This is the guy who left his girlfriend, Kristen Dowdy, to go see Ariana to be with her when her father died. And now she's his girlfriend. Why can't he go see her when her grandma died? And why wasn't he with her when she was with, you know, for the, for the funeral and everything? It makes no sense to me. And she goes, um, then I was like, why can't you come home? And you couldn't get a ride. And then she talks about when her dad passed away. They weren't even together. And it was such a huge priority for him. And he dropped everything to be there for her. He's like, I should have, I should have. I just figured that you, I don't know. <sighs> so annoying. But Ariana's like, it feels like maybe he just doesn't think I'm as important anymore. <sighs> and then, I don't know if Ariana said this or Lala, someone said she wants to know why you didn't ride with Jason. <clears throat> oh no, Ariana said that. About Lala, she goes, she wants to know why you didn't ride with Jason. And Lala's like, I don't need to know. I'm not in a relationship with him. She goes, I would, Ariana says, I was fine with how things transpired that day. And Lala's like, it's okay to say I wanted you with me that day. And he's, Tom's making up more excuses. I couldn't get an effing car. Ugh, I couldn't get an effing car. She goes, and Lala goes, Tom, I was standing right there with you and Jason. And then Ariana goes, you said you didn't hear that because you were taking a shit or whatever. And that's when he's like, it was just like got weird. And she's like, she goes, you realize you put me in a position with this where people will think that I'm a fucking idiot. And then Lala's like saying how he stayed at this party and hung out for a few hours after that guy Jason left. And she said, that's definitely what I saw. And Ariana's is like, I choose Tom over everyone. Like I ride or die for you. I choose Tom over everyone. Oh, I already said that. So I look like an idiot being Tom's like number one stand when he's not mine. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening for Ariana. All right, so the next scenes, next weeks, we see the something about her party. I don't know what this is, like a pre-opening party. They got their Greek salad sandwich, which I would love to try. Um, they got James and Allie there. I want to go somewhere really cool with Ariana. I feel like, who said that? Did Tom say that? He goes, I feel like sometimes like my very presence annoys her annoys me then you see him talking to ariana crying i just want us to be effing be better you know i want us to be more intimate that's when she says i cannot have sex with somebody who feels like a stranger word i agree and then you see raquel talking to ariana about her sex life with sandoval how disgusting how disturbing is this? You're, the mistress talking to the girlfriend about her sex life with her man. What the fuck? 
She goes, you should want to, like, have sex. Ugh. And Ariana's like, when you come home after working all night and you're just like, what, you think you're going to, like, whip your dick out? And I'm going to be like, yeah, let's fuck. That's never going to happen. And I agree with her. She goes, like, we have to spend time together. This is disgusting. This is so disgusting on Raquel's part. And I, to this, to to date, I have not gone off on Raquel because I feel like there's something, like, seriously wrong with her inside, like, deeply rooted. But this is beyond. This is beyond. How can you sleep with someone's boyfriend or husband or whatever and talk to them about their sex life to the, to the wife or girlfriend? That's insane. Insane. Then we see she goes up and talks to Katie. And she's like, you know, you filed for a divorce. If Schwartz and I made out or not, it's like none of your business. Yo, somebody, somebody help me. Somebody help me. I can't. I cannot. Girl, you better. Mm. <laughs> and even case, like, are you hearing this shit? Oh, my God. She goes, maybe I feel more empathetic towards Schwartz than you, Raquel says. Katie's like, I'm so effing done with you. That's right. And Schwartz over here, oh, she wanted to apologize. I don't give a F. That's right, Katie. I'm with you. I don't need an apology from her. That's right, Katie. F that. <laughs> okay. We're done now. <laughs> Not completely done, but holy shit, guys. I'm just like so disturbed by all of this. This is insane. How can you do this? How can anyone do this? Let alone on camera. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. This is insane. This is not okay. I'm disturbed. I am genuinely disturbed. I would like to talk to my therapist about this, but we have other things to talk about. So, I got to talk to you guys about it. <laughs> so, after last night's episode, we had Kristen Dowdy on. I have to say, okay, I'm not going to skip over the fact that Bravo fired Kristen Dowdy for a reason. For behavior of hers that was seen as racist. And at the time of her firing, it was around the time that you know, during around the time, it was after the murder of George Floyd and Bravo did this whole BLM campaign and they weren't having it. They were firing everyone. And, you know, like I was like, great, let, you know, like finally stand for something Bravo, you know, but what bothers me is that they brought Kristen, Bra Kristen back and they didn't say one word about why she was fire to begin with and that's where I have a problem because you are basically gaslighting us you are like I'm I'm upset about it I don't think it's right to pick and choose 
when you want to have values or morals or stand for something. And that's what it feels like Bravo did when it came to BLM, when it came to making a stance on racism. I don't like what they have done, plain and simple. That doesn't mean I hate Chris and Dowdy or Saucy or who else did they fire? I don't remember who else. Um, it doesn't mean I hate those people. I just don't like, as an organization, that Bravo decided to stand for something and then just completely gaslight us and bring Kristen back. And I, I'm all for Kristen coming back, but why aren't they talking about why she was gone to begin with? That bothers me. So anyways, last night Kristen was on. I, I don't even think she really told, told us anything that we didn't already know. She was with Ariana the night that Ariana saw Tom's phone. Um, she has, you know, people are comparing how Ariana and Tom got together during, you know, Kristen and Tom's relationship. And Kristen said, like, it's not the same. It's not the same at all. And, you know, also people are saying Kristen's like a hypocrite because she cheated too. And she said, you know, like, we, we saw Kristen. She kind of, she had to be in the doghouse for a while. And she was. She was going on an apology tour. She was... She stuck through it. It was kind of sad to watch, but I almost have respect for her for it. Like, I don't know if I would have been able to go through all that, but I don't know. It'll be interesting to see Kristen come back on and what role she plays in this whole thing. I mean, I am glad that she is good friends with Ariana, and I'm glad that she's supporting Ariana. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm disappointed in Bravo overall. But, um, yeah, that brings us to the end of today's show. <laughs> I'm sorry for being all over the place. I didn't get a chance to really do my normal prep because um, I had my issues in the hospital this week. But like I said, I think I'm going to give the entire story on my Patreon and the bonus Scandaval tier along with um, my subscribers on Instagram. Um, I am quitting weed for now. I don't know if I'm going to quit forever, but there, I do think there's more to my health issues than just weed or alcohol. Um, just so for anyone who is new. I experienced a stillbirth two years ago, two years ago from yesterday, and my hormones have been so out of whack since then, as you can imagine, and since then I've been hospitalized four times, and every time they've said it's because of cannabis hypermesis syndrome, which I do believe is a condition that exists. However, through my own research, what I found is that um, cannabis or cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome is not a fully, um, it's not a true diagnosis in the medical sense where there's an ICD-10 code. And if you don't know what ICD-10 code is, I will go through all of that in my bonus episode where I go through all of this because um, what I'm finding is 
I think that this CHS condition actually does impact women in a different way than it does men. Um, the nurses this week at the hospital said that one of the nurses said she hasn't seen any man come into the ER with this condition. And not to be, not to give you too much TMI, but that's kind of part of my brand is I, I I'm, everything's TMI. Um, I did have my period when this happened, <clears throat> excuse me. And I had my period on other occasions when this happened. So cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome is a diagnosis that doctors are giving to people. However, last year when I posted about this saying that I had that, I had about, and I didn't even have as many followers as I do now, but I had about a handful of people message me and say the same thing happened to me, but it turned out I had a ruptured gallbladder. I had a herniated umbilical cord. I had um, something wrong with my kidneys or whatever. So there were underlying issues that people had in the hospital that were not being diagnosed because once they said, I smoke weed, the doctor said, oh, you're puking, you smoke weed, you have cannabis, cannabinoid hypermesis syndrome, you can go. They released me out of the four times I've been hospitalized, they released me twice when I was still vomiting and I had to be readmitted to the hospital. So, and I talked to the doctors about this. They agree with me. There isn't enough information yet because of legislation reform, because of prohibition, because we have a whole century of research that is completely obsolete because of prohibition. That's all gone. So now we have to like, it's almost like starting from the beginning. Luckily we have modern technology that can help us, but for now, like I said, I'm going to quit weed just to be on the safe side, but um, I will keep you all updated and I'll give the whole story on my Patreon bonus tier and in my Instagram subscriptions, hopefully either, I don't know if I have time to do it tomorrow, but I will try to get to that um, in the next week or two. And uh, let's see, for everyone who joined Cindy Luna, Cindy Luna? My kid's name is Luna. I love that name. Um, Angelina Rose. Yes, I heard that. Two versions and an investigation. <laughs> Dude, this scandal shit is so funny. Um, Brittany asked, just taking a tolerance break, like I mentioned. Um, for now, it's a tolerance break. We'll see. Um, Sherry said, the only time Rachel seemed legit worried about anything during all this is when she realized she forgot her makeup bag. That's so true. Oh my God, that's so funny. Oh, Sherry likes Christina. I have a like, I I like Christina Kelly, but I also like, I'm not sure. She does have a mean girl side to her, but I don't know, maybe rightfully so. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure what the right answer is. Um, But yeah. Thank you, Sherry. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you, Angelina. Thank you, Cindy Luna for joining, for everyone who's listening on the podcast. I appreciate all your support. The numbers for Bravo and Blaze have been blowing my mind. Like I never, I can't even picture like 500 people in a room, let alone 500 people out in the world listening to my podcast. 
podcast and that's only the audio portion on YouTube. It's also growing my live. We're up to over 200 per episode and I'm just, I could not be more grateful. So I appreciate all of you. I also want to mention, don't forget, there's still a Jackson Brittany watch party on Peacock. I haven't seen the preview of next week's episodes yet or episode. Um, but once I get all that stuff, I'm going to post it on my Instagram. So make sure you follow and make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications so you can be updated when we go live for Bravo and Blaze. And again, subscribing, reviewing, sharing, liking, and or leaving a five-star rating is incredibly appreciated and helps this show to continue to grow. See you next time, fam. I love you all. I wish I could stay, but I gotta go. Stay lit.